Hi everyone, and welcome to the Matterhorn Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kathleen Waller. Here we have conversations about cultural studies, the arts, and writing. If you want to sign up to my Substack newsletter for free, just click on the link in this homepage. Okay, so today I wanted to tell you guys about two museum shows I saw in Basel this week. Um, I've been trying to see them for ages, but because I've been too busy skiing um, and writing, I guess, too, I hadn't had a chance to to go see them. And um, we're really lucky in Basel because it, it's it's a really small city, so it's really green and sort of quaint in a way, I guess, but we've got big city culture and it's it's really because of three reasons. Um, we've got a, an international environment um, because of the borders with France and Germany just nearby and because the, the population that lives here is quite international. Um, and then we're, we're just an hour to Zurich and three hours to Paris by train. Um, so it's easy to access that culture. Um, but also within Basel itself, um, and this is really, this goes back about 500 years, the, the money or the connections or the history um, have created a little place with 40 museums and 37 square kilometers um, and with all sorts of cultural events. So, um, I mean, that's kind of an aside, but it's sort of a plug to maybe visit Basel or move to Basel if you get the chance. We've been here about two years and I love it. I wrote a piece about it recently. Um, but uh, yeah, getting to the museums that I went to this week, um, I go to Kunstmuseum, which is the big art museum quite frequently. It was actually the first collection of public art in the world, um, founded in 1661, or so the history says. Um, and they have a really great exhibit called Born in Ukraine that is with art that comes directly from um, the art museum in Kiev that was that was rescued in a secret operation and brought here and to Geneva for these shows. I mean, the show is actually free. I mean, I have a museum pass, but anybody can just wander into this exhibit, which I think is great. Um, the so it's I mean it, it's a political show, right? It's it's talking about um, implicitly what it means to be Ukrainian and sh- exposing you know art as part of a culture. Um, this these shows have synced with a lot of international dialogue about renaming um, some artists and pieces of art as Ukrainian instead of Russian. And I've got an article linked there um, about that just to give you an overview of that. So um, the the co-curator, Oksana Pidsuka, is, is director of the Ukrainian Diaspora Museum. So she's kind of taken the art out and brought it to people, not just to protect it, but to, to show it. Um, and so it's important just because it's existing, this show. But I also thought the art was really um, beautiful. There were a few sort of sub-themes that ran... Um, throughout there were I think there's four or five rooms so it's it's a pretty significant show Um, it's a really it's Ukrainian but it's very international we've got scenes of Venice we've got Congolese masks we've got um, Ukrainians with different sorts of ancestry um, that's talked about in the show there are really beautiful scenes of different seasons Um, some of them looked a little bit like something Cezanne might paint but but a different setting obviously um, just these really beautiful colors and lines of the the houses against the countryside 
um, were so beautiful. And I'll, I'll, I'll put a couple of photos on my Instagram page, but also I'll add a link to the museum so you can you can take a look at some of those. And there were some interesting examples of several young female portraits that I found really, really powerful. Um, even the very youthful um, portrait was quite, quite powerful in its presence. So um, yeah, I, I loved it. Definitely check it out if you get a chance. Or also in Geneva, there is another show. I haven't seen that. I haven't even seen photographs of it. So I'd love to hear more about it. The other show I went to, um, I went just today, was at Fondation Baylor or um, the Baylor Foundation. And they are the people who originally started Art Basel. So you can imagine they they have a lot of money and they're very well connected. So they get these awesome shows. Um, they're a little bit out of the city. So it's a, it's also a really beautiful part of the countryside. It's right on the border of Germany. Um, I just love going there because they have a sculpture park outside and cafe. So anyway, it's a it's a must visit if you come here, when you come here. Um, and so they had a show on Wayne Thibault, who uh, was an American artist who died just two years ago at the age of 101 after a prolific career. Um, and it was billed as the first individual ex exhibition of his work um, in the German-speaking world. Um, as well as a depiction of the promise and profusion of the, quote, American way of life. So I was really curious to just see, um, you know, I, I didn't actually know that much about this artist. I'd seen a few of his works in the past, but I, you know, I didn't, hadn't studied his oeuvre. I didn't, I didn't know a lot about him or anything. Um, so I was, I was curious to see why it was build that way and also kind of try to eavesdrop on the people around me and see what they thought of the American way of life. I'm always trying to figure out, you know, I'm American. What does it mean to be American? Um, even though I am one. So, um, I mean, right away you're, you're hit with a Mickey Mouse painting and I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, iconic sort of pop art stuff. All right. I get it. But there was, there was a lot more going on than that. Um, and the others, I wasn't sold at first on the Americanism, but then I realized that, um, that it was really there. So, I mean, one thing they were talking about is his use of pastels. And I'm not sure if it was lost in translation, but I felt like, yes, there are pastels, but there's a lot of sort of bright colors um, as well. And I don't mean pastel the medium, I mean the, the type of color. And so uh, I found in this, in this brightness, a sort of optimism or hope um, that echoed at, at times also of tragedy or power. So it was kind of like this mixed message. Even there was, um, um, there are a few sort of portraits of these women that are at once they look very sort of humble and, um, and passive. And then you see um, a power in their stature as well, or their facial expression. And that was kind of emphasized by this, these bright sort of purples or pinks that suddenly pop out on the side of their their brown hair and it, it's not immediately clear that it's there but as you look more closely it just gives them a more dynamic appeal one of them even really conjured i would say the the very famous painting by jacques louis david the death of marat uh, it's this woman in a bathtub and you see her just her head kind of dismembered at, at once she looks peaceful and then it it looks um very unnerving um and then there's pie so pie is something you know okay brits talk about when they talk about pie they're talking about meat um but when we talk about pie it's it's dessert or pudding it's sweet right and 
Um, of course, pie exists elsewhere, but pie is a very American thing. I think of Thanksgiving. I always think of the like 10 pies that the, the lady who used to host Thanksgiving we would go to as a family would have for us. And um, it, it made me think when I saw his paintings of pie, I also thought of Edward Hopper and his work and kind of going to the the pie shop or or something like that. So it was, I mean, Hopper, I think in the treatment of the subject as well, this kind of, this kind of hope and optimism I saw there. And I had these, these sort of abstract memories of going to um, restaurants with pie in the glass windows as soon as you enter. And I remember going with my sister and brother to, to look while we were waiting for our food to come kind of look at the pie and try to figure out which we, we were going to get after our meal. So Pie really is a thing in America, um, maybe less so now, or it kind of depends where you are, but um, it, yeah, it brought back a lot of memories for me. I also felt like there were other American artists besides Hopper that this um, echoed of. Of course, I mentioned sort of the pop art quality, um, Jasper Johns, even Andy Warhol, there were some prints um, later, yes, of pie as well, Boston cream pie specifically, and being from Boston myself, um, and with a mom who used to at least make a lot of Boston cream pie, which is like a custard and chocolate delicious thing. Um, it felt very American to me, but, um, but also O'Keefe, I saw in the colors that he used in the lines of Thibault, I, I saw a lot of O'Keefe. He also looks at the canyons the way that she does. And, uh, I mean, I guess I was thinking of her because in the same rooms and there are about 10 rooms that his show occupies at Baylor. Um, there was an O'Keefe show uh, probably about five months ago or so. That was that was a really, maybe a little bit more than that. That was a really beautiful show. Um, and I guess I almost felt the echoes of them, the echoes of them there. Um, there was there was also a room filled with cityscapes. Um, and so this, there was one in particular that I thought was really beautiful. A lot of them come from San Francisco because Thibault lived there. Um, for a part of his life. And there was one from San Francisco with these wonderful blue shadows of the buildings um, that is normally housed at the Whitney in New York, which I, I absolutely love this, but it was the one painting that no photos were allowed of. I guess the Whitney told them no photos, please. Um, and, you know, doing the right thing. I didn't, I thought about getting a sneaky one, but decided not to. And so I'm not even sure what it's called. I can't remember. Um, but it was great. And of course, you know, at this at this institution, you know, I just wandered over and oh, there happens to be a big Picasso show as well. So that was really cool. And there was something by a Colombian artist, Doris Salcedo, called Palimpsest about um, the refugee crisis and depicting names of people who had died in transit, mostly from drownings in the sea um, on the floor of the museum. And I, I didn't personally, I didn't think the aesthetic effect was um, as compelling as some other works I've seen about um, migrants, but I thought the idea of it was really beautiful. The words were written in um, sand and with with water within it. It's sort of hard to describe, but if you look on the website, you can kind of check it out. Um, so yeah, so it's cool to be just kind of bombarded with all sorts of interesting international art in this little tiny city. Um, I just I went to the swimming pool, which is nearby after, and it was just kind of a part of my normal day. So I feel very lucky for it. Um, 
that's that's it that's what i wanted to share with you guys today i've got all the links in the episode page should you want to explore more see some of the images i'll also throw a few images on my instagram page as i mentioned so i'm experimenting with the content on this podcast now as some of you know um so feel free to let me know what you think uh the best way to join our community is by adding your subs adding your your email sorry to um my Substack publication by subscribing there. It's also called The Matterhorn, like this podcast. All of the content is free and there's voluntary contribution should you decide um, at any point that you would like to support, support the project further. Thanks a lot for listening and have a great day.